Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. You asked Suarez for four outs. Yeah. Hater could have been that guy against the lefty there. Is that just him going three outs? It's what we're doing right now. Yeah. And why is that? It's because the way we've handled it here. Is there any discussion with him? Is there any thought? We, we talked to him some, yeah. That would seem to kind of run counter to the... I mean, you, you were saving him earlier in the season for later in the year, and here we are now, and it's obviously yeah. getting very late. It's just the way it happened tonight. I'm going to do my uh, best Tony Gwynn Jr. impression right now. 5.02 is the time. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Gwynn and Chris. That uh, very uncomfortable exchange between A.J. Casavell, uh, the sports writer, I think Kevin Acey was in there as well. And then uh, Padre manager Bob Melvin after last night's loss in San Francisco. And it was all uh, having to do with the reasoning behind uh, why Josh Hader was not brought into a game here in the uh, eighth inning with the bases loaded, left-handed hitter coming up, and uh, four outs needed to victory. Uh, Suarez ended up giving up the two-run hit to Michael Conforto. Giants won, and... Uh, Bob Melvin, very evasive in his answers, and the reason he was evasive is because he was trying to protect his his, his player, yeah. Josh Hader, who we come to find out later in the evening, basically is refusing. He's not going to pitch four out saves. and I don't uh, think he refused. Oh, I would say refuse is okay. pretty close to being accurate. Right. Uh, I don't want to make it seem like he just sat there and said, I'm not going in. But I, this is something that the Padres have understood about Josh Hader ever since they traded for him, that there's there's certain situations that he will pitch in, and there's certain situations yeah, no, that he No, there's won't. only one situation he'll pitch in, and that is the ninth inning with a lead. That's all he wants to do. Um, doesn't want to pitch three days in a row, needs two days off if that is the case. And there's a whole bunch of you know things that go with it. Fans were not too pleased to hear some of the comments of Josh Hader. Um, and uh, you can read A.J. Cassidy story, or you can stick around and listen to Tony and mine's interview with A.J. Casavell coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Uh, welcome back to the show. 5.03 is the time. The Padres' faint playoff hopes uh, are still alive. They need a miracle of all miracles to get to the postseason. Here's all it will take. Padres got to go 5-0. and Cubs have to go 0-6. And the Marlins have to go exactly one and five. 
And then those three teams would all end up with the same record of 82 and 80. And if that happened, the Padres would win the tiebreaker. But that is so unlikely to happen that it barely even bears mentioning. The Cubs, by the way, are beating Atlanta now 2 nothing in the top of the third tonight in Atlanta. If the Cubs win that game, then... Uh, it's curtains. Yeah, for but the I think. Padres. But I think even though the, the 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 long shot of the playoffs was there last night, it it doesn't sit right with me that there just wasn't an opportunity for uh, for Josh Hader to come in the game, or there was an opportunity for him to come in the game. He just didn't. He did not. Uh, did not agree to it. I. I, I'm not pleased by it either, Scrape. You know, I mean, I'm old school. Yeah, you are. Come on, get yeah. off the lawn, type of thing. Me I too, mean, me too. You know, I want. Uh, you know, I want. Uh, I want a world again in which you know the manager says, "Hey, run through that fence for me," and the player doesn't ask why. He just runs through the fence because the manager told him to. I mean, that's that's the way I was brought up. I think that's the way a lot of people listening to the program are brought up. And then there's a whole other generation of people who would say, "No, I want a reason. I'm not going to run through a fence. You tell me why." And that's where something has changed along the way. And you know, uh, you know, I asked Tony about it earlier. Uh, as a former player, and I don't know that he could put his finger on it either, but somehow over the last, I don't know if it's 10 years, 20 years, maybe longer, uh, it's gone from the manager having the final say and the authority to it being a discussion. You know, I never got a discussion when I was playing high school sports or you think Jim Dietz ever asked me what I wanted when he was, you know, managing me at San Diego State? I don't know him, but you guys have told me a lot and I would say no, he did not ask. It was no, there was, it was, there was no, uh, there was no democracy there. But, you know, Jim Dietz was the, was the, the coach at San Diego State. And, uh, you know, if he said, Chris, go warm up in the third inning, I'd. Warmed up in the third inning. I didn't ask him why, but nowadays, you know, players have things that they prefer, and their their attitudes and and, and feelings are considered. And maybe that's not a bad thing either, because as Tony said, Tony Gwynn Jr. said when we talked, you know, mentioned this in our discussion earlier. You know, do you really want a guy pitching in a spot or being in a game that he doesn't want to be in? Yeah, or isn't comfortable being in? So. You know, there's two schools of thought. I'm, it's very. I'm not going to stick up for Josh Hader in any way, shape, or form. I understand why the fans are upset. People on Twitter were, uh, you know, furious with those comments of Josh Hader. You know, and um, I just don't want. I just don't want to care more about the result of the season than it is. Per, than it what sounds one like player said. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a good. I'm going to say this. I think we can all agree on this. It was not a good look. Yeah. For Josh Hader, who's going into free agency, and is going to be expecting you know a multi gazillion dollar contract somewhere, and whoever's going to give him that multi gazillion dollar contract better understand that he's only going to pitch under his you know circumstances. Yeah. Would you? Would you? Uh, knowing that. If you're the Padres and you and you had it all play out, would you have originally made the trade? Because because it is being reported that, and AJ Castle said the Padres were aware of the limitations of Josh Hader, but they went for it anyway because he's such a uh, yeah. he's such a good arm out of the bullpen. Yeah, would I, you I, have changed anything about that? Here's the only thing I would have changed. I wouldn't have changed that. What I would change is the fact that you know Josh Hader's on our team, and one of the things we've discussed with Josh and he's discussed with us is that he's going to be a ninth-inning pitcher, and uh, that's it. 
so that there wouldn't be any question in the eighth inning of games as to why he's not coming in. He hasn't come in in the eighth inning of a game for a four-out save since 2020. And, you know, how many times did Bob Melvin take heat over this last offseason about the fact that he, Hader, did not come in to face Bryce Harper in that playoff last year. Yeah. Well, now we all know the reason why he never came in, because Hader doesn't pitch more than one inning. Well, see, if that's the case, like, we don't actually, we don't know for sure, but if that's the case and he's not willing to go out there for the NLCS with the game on the line, that's another major problem to me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to defend Josh Hader in any way, shape, or form, Scrape. I'm not. The only thing I'll say is what I said earlier. It is a different world now. It's just a different world. Josh Hader and us are living in it, and uh, you know, guys have a say in what they get to do. Number one, number two, pitchers are used differently. They are. We brought it up. Bob Gibson had 28 complete games in 1968. Blake Snell has pitched three innings total this year, past the sixth inning. I've received, and they're both being they're both both Blake Snell now and Bob Gibson then are be looked at as two of the greatest pitching seasons of all time. But look at the difference between the two guys difference. in terms of you know how much they pitch and what they're required to I've, do. I've also received a few DMs during the show from people who are not on Josh Hader's side, but they understand what Josh Hader is doing because the team is a long shot to make the playoffs, and this guy has the rest of his life to worry about. Problem with that though is that like you're being you're being paid to pitch in, in if they needed you for one out in the eighth inning, I believe that is part of your job to go out there for one for one out in the eighth inning. It's as though it is. Uh all right, we got a couple of quick phone calls we want to get to and uh before I get to that, uh, Cubs just added two more runs in the top of the third. They lead the Braves four nothing now. And as I said, oh. if the Cubs win that game Curtains for the Padres. All right, uh, Tim in San Diego, jump in on this real quick. Hi, Tim. Hello, guys. I was a winner yesterday, but I had to call in on this. Um, why not just cut Josh Hader? He's getting paid $14 million. Scravy, you said there's still a chance to make the playoffs. Therefore, we're in contention. Your job is to compete. And if you don't want to compete, cut him and let all the other Padres know, hey, if you're here just to collect a paycheck, find a new place to go. Because we're not going to sign him in the offseason. He's going to be worth too much money. So cut our losses now. I, I don't necessarily disagree with the message. I, I don't know that that makes sense. Cut for, him? For the Padres, just because there's probably some penalties in that, too, and they would still have to pay a salary <laughs> and, and things of that nature. But I understand what you're saying, Tim. Like, I get I it. Understand what, I understand his frustration, but what he's saying is is ludicrous, and here's why. Because when Josh Hader came to the Padres, it was understood he's only going to pitch one inning. And so we you can't all go back that. on that yeah. a couple of years later, or a year and a half later, and say, well, now we're cutting you because you won't do it. That's true. So, That's true. Thanks, Tim, and congratulations on your Chris versus the fans victory yes, yesterday. Absolutely. That I now have to relive that. Uh, <laughs> Good. Keep that calling. Defeat. Yeah, keep calling, Tim. Uh, Alex in Carlsbad. Hello. Hi, Alex. Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, look, I've, I've been a Padre fan since 81. And uh, I got to say, the last five or ten years, I, I've had to live in reality. And the San Diego Padres had a pitcher named Trevor Hoffman, who is the original reason a pitcher only comes in for a save. I mean, like I said, I bleed Padre Blue just as much as anyone in this entire San Diego County. But he is the most manufactured Hall of Famer in the history of the game. I mean, 
ridiculous. And look at his postseason and all-star stats. Not even close to mediocre. I mean, that guy was a save. If it was football, he didn't come in until the ball was on the one-yard line. So what do you say about that? Uh, what I say is I love Trevor Hoffman, and he's the reason I got to go to Cooperstown, New York, for the Hall of Fame ceremony. <laughs> What's your real answer, Chris? What's my real answer? Yes. I don't know. I, I, I don't have time to look it all up. I mean, Trevor's still one of the greatest pitchers in the history of baseball, 601 saves. I guarantee you not all of them were from the one-yard line in. So uh, I think Alex is being a little harsh on uh, our guy Trevor Hoffman there. Uh, the one uh, the one inning save was really developed more with Dennis Eckersley in the Oakland A's in the early 1990s than uh, anywhere else. Prior to Eckersley coming in for Oakland and winning MVP awards and going to the Hall of Fame himself, guys like Gossage and Fingers and uh, the rest of those save guys back in the 70s and early 80s pitched three innings, two in, you know two plus innings to get saves. But Eckersley, Larusa kind of set it all up with setup guys. They go to Eckersley in the ninth. Trevor was not the guy that uh, invented that, nor did they invent it for him. And uh, I, I don't even want to, uh, I don't even want to imagine right now how many more than three out saves Trevor Hoffman got over his career, but I'm sure it was dozens and dozens, if not more than that. So, I can look that up. Alex, a little much there. Uh, all right. Um, Sorry, Alex. I thought you were spot on. No, he wasn't. He was kidding. not spot on. He was not. He was. He might have been on, but he was not spot on. Uh, David in San Diego, real quick, and then we got to get to our interview with uh, AJ Casavell, so you guys can all get some more info. You might just be tuning in and not really know this whole Josh Hader story yet. Hi, David. Hey guys. Hey, uh, one quick thing. I heard you on the Big Five talking about the Washington Commanders. I don't know if you all knew that it was uh, the Navajo actually that came up originally with the Redskins logo. I did not and know that's that. Part of the big, that's part of the big reason with all this that the Native Americans aren't happy about it because the Navajo came up with that. Oh, yeah. I was a little hesitant to say a whole lot, and I probably said too much in the Big Five about that because I'm not qualified to really know what everybody thinks about, you know, the whole Redskins and the logo and the – you know what that all means and what it doesn't mean. I, you know, I just wish everybody could be content with the name of a football team because it's, you know, that's all it really truly is. I just looked it up. Trevor Hoffman had exactly four out saves, thirty nine times in his career. Exactly four out saves. Yes, thirty nine times. But 39 how about times. more than four outs? How about more five than... outs, six outs? Okay, et let me cetera. see. Let me see. Hold You're on. gonna look all that up too. Stall real quick. All right, I'm stalling. I'm gonna go and change it from equals to greater than. Greater than three outs. You know, I always got that very confused when I was little, Chris. You can actually find that. Well, it's easy to know. Less than is the angle that way where the word the, the letter L goes. So greater okay. is the other way. 55 times he's had more than uh, so four So according to what your stat research shows, Trevor Hoffman, of his 601 career saves, 55 of them were more than three outs. Yes, and he the longest one was two and two-thirds back in 1993. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Scraby. Thanks, everybody, for those quick calls. We'll check some traffic. Cubs lead the Braves 4 nothing, going to the bottom of the third. And uh, we'll come back with A.J. Casavell to kind of explain more about this whole Josh Hader situation and some very important Padre news that you'll all want to know when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 